Wow, what a Monday morning. The readings were incredible. The first reading, which was James chapter 3, 13 through 18, basically talked about the wisdom that comes from God and the wisdom that does not come from God. So if you have a bitter jealousy, selfish ambition in your hearts, don't boast and be false to the truth. That's not of God. It's earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. That's where jealousy and selfishness comes about. But the wisdom from above is pure, peaceful, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits. Okay, then you get to the gospel. And the gospel was all about, this is Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29. And it's all about Jesus coming down from the mountain and a man running up and saying, hey, my son's possessed. I cannot get this spirit out. He convulses, throws himself on the ground. If you can heal him, will you please heal him, right? And then Jesus is kind of ticked off. He's like, if I can, ah, you horrible world, when are you going to have faith? And then, of course, he brings the demon out. The people, he's he's exhausted, the poor little boy laying on the ground. People think he's dead. And, of course, Jesus grabs his hand, picks him up, and all the disciples are like, hey, why couldn't we get him out, get that spirit out? And he said, this kind can only come out through prayer. What is the underlying theme here? Prayer. (laughs) You cannot have the wisdom of God and this beautiful, gentle peace and these beautiful graces and fruits without prayer. You also cannot keep your soul and your body and your mind pure and full of God without prayer. It's like that other parable or gospel, I believe, where all, you know, you get one spirit out and he leaves and he's trying to find a place to land and the, and the waterless place to go. And he says, I'll go back to my house. And he comes back, he finds it completely swept and clean. And he's going to bring in seven more spirits and that person will be worse than they were with the one. What does that mean? That's basically like you were exercised of an evil spirit. But if you don't fill yourself with prayer, with mental prayer, with meditative prayer, with the word of God, and with constant asking God to come into your life, you're going to be that empty, swept house. And the demons are going to come more and more and say, hey, there ain't nothing here. (laughs) I mean, that's really the process of unbound. And I went through the unbound ministry training, so I'm certified in this, and I've experienced it myself. I have delivered spirits out of my soul, out of my body. And the very last step that you must do is fill yourself with the Father's blessing. It's not a one-time shot. It's a constant filling of your mind and your body and your heart to continuously be pure, to continuously give your thoughts, your intellect, your will to God. 
I say every day, Holy Spirit, my guardian angel, I call my guardian angel Mega, my extraordinary guardian angel, please fill my heart and purify my thoughts. I still have those immediate judgments and those immediate thoughts that are not pure. But the minute they come into my head, I give them to God and I say, I'm sorry, Lord, please purify my heart, my soul, everything about me all day long. So as you go through today, what I'd like you to do is be aware of the thoughts that you have. Go deep in your spiritual life here. And every time you have a negative thought about yourself, about someone else, go to God immediately and say, Lord, please purify my soul, purify my heart, purify my thoughts. I give this to you. I am struggling. Working on virtues every single day is what we are called to do. And we cannot live virtuous lives if we do not have a sincere prayer life and a sincere dedication to call on God. There's no way we could be virtuous people by ourselves. I've tried it. It doesn't work. I kept falling and falling and falling, running back to God in confession. Praise be to God for that sacrament. What a grace that is. And I know that a lot of people are interested in a lot of this deliverance and healing prayers, exorcism priests. It's definitely an interest in a study that I've been diving into ever since the fall last year. When I went through the Unbound book and I delivered myself from this evil in my life, I had a physical, mental, spiritual experience that changed my world. It is a battle that we are in, and we need to fight the fight. And I'm not saying it's very rare that people are possessed. Literally, when you think of exorcism, you think of that movie, The Exorcist, right? And Linda Blair spinning her head around, spitting some green stuff out. Like that is very, very rare. But we can certainly be oppressed and obsessed. And there are many different ways that demons can impact our lives. But when they get into the soul through mortal sin, that is where it's at. So confession, for those of you who are in mortal sin, is more powerful than exorcisms. You Please, I beg you, I'm on my, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on my knees. I'm on my knees. Oh, my knees are so old. Lord, I am praying for everyone who hears this, that you touch their hearts, that you open their minds to this beautiful gift, the sacramental grace of confession. For all of those who are fallen away from the church, but yet Catholic Please, Lord, send this along to them in some way where they can hear this message and run for the unbound freedom of confession, to go to you for your mercy, your forgiveness, your love, your charity, and be free. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your sacrifice, your precious blood shed on the cross for our salvation and forgiveness of sins. Through the sacramental grace of confession, I pray that people go. And it's the time, right? Lent is not just a time of penance. It's a time of repentance. We have to remember, what did Jesus do during this time? He gave up his life. He had people spitting on him, persecuting him, seeking to kill him throughout his ministry day by day. And he willingly, because of the Father, I mean, even he went to God and said, the Father, and said, hey, Father, if this you know, doesn't have to happen. I'm cool with that. (laughs) Like if you want to pass this cup on along, I really don't have a problem with not going through all of this pain and this agony and this, oh, I can't even imagine first the scourging, but then hanging, carrying that ridiculously heavy cross. There's been a saint who said that, um, she had been, she's approved from, uh, some, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if it was visions or locutions that she received from Jesus, but that cross is, was the cross of all of our sins, past, present, past, present, and future. I can't imagine how heavy it was for him, but he carried it with love. He died and went through all this pain and suffering for the love of us. And so that's why go to confession with the love of Jesus and say, Lord, thank you so much. And please forgive me. And give me the grace to continue to pray, to become more pure, and to become closer to your heart and my heart be aligned to yours. Please, I pray for the grace of purity. A lot of stuff. I could go on and on, but I will stop. Those were the two things that kind of hit me. The fact that we consistently live in a world that wants us to have the wisdom of the world, that wants us to live the life of the world and be self-centered, envious, and jealous. And the only way that we can get that out of our lives is to pray and to give ourselves to the beautiful sacraments of the church, go to confession, alleviate that, that evil from your life, And continue to get on your knees and ask God, the Holy Trinity, especially the Holy Spirit that is in you right now, to stir up and transform you. Soften your heart to a heart of flesh so that your love for thy neighbor and thyself is pure like God's. Alrighty, go be the light today. I hope that you have a fabulous Monday and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear shame and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So 
I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. 